Hello ladies and gentlemen, this is Jonathan Hunt with the final hour, the first edition of the final hour. Um, the reason why I created this podcast was to discuss multiple topics including politics, uh, just general news, also just entertainment news, maybe even touch on some theories, not that many in particular. But just to break down stuff that's going on at this time being, whether it be whatever media. The first thing I want to get into is the horrific, horrific incident that happened last week in Florida. There were three gentlemen who were murdered on a fishing trip. Now those three men were Damian Tillman, who was a 23-year-old gentleman, Brandon Rollins, a 27-year-old gentleman, and Kevin Springfield, a 30-year-old gentleman. Now, they were confronted and killed by an individual named Tony Wiggins, who is 26 years old. He was also accompanied by his little brother, William Wiggins, a 20-year-old gentleman, and Mary Whitmore, his girlfriend. Now, from what I get, they were beaten and shot to death. The detectives at the scene found a Dollar General bag and a receipt, and they linked that back to the Dollar General store, in which they found that the suspects were also at the same place as the victims when that occurred. Damien Tillman was there and he overheard the suspect overheard the victim talking about a fishing trip he was going to that night so he ended up confronting him after he heard about that news now keep this in mind Tony Wiggins he had 230 felony charges. Why in God's name was he even out of jail? Who would have let an individual with that many felony charges free? Okay, the justice system, how it works, supposed to give people chances, a chance to redeem themselves. You go to prison with 230 felony charges and you're allowed to let to be walking on the streets? It's unbelievable. This man didn't even... He did not deserve to be walking among us. This should have never happened. Alright, so the, the detectives did find two SKS rifles and two Mossberg shotguns when they searched Mr. Tony Wiggins' residence. Now the little brother did admit to being there on the night of the murders and he gave them the story that they followed the trucks till they stop. The older brother, Tony Wiggins, the shooter, saw the three gentlemen and asked his brother to follow them. Now they followed them into the middle of the woods where no one would be able to see them. And what happened, as soon as they approached him, Tony Wiggins confronted 
Kevin and accused him of stealing his truck, which we don't know if that happened, might have happened. That aside, that's no good reason to kill anybody, especially after it occurred. It's then said that Tony shot all three of the victims, and for some apparent reason, he put one of the victims in the back of the trucks that they were in, which I don't know why he did that, seeing as the other two victims were shot and just out there in the open. Nonetheless, it did happen. Now, after this event, get this. The suspects went to McDonald's and ordered a crap ton of food. A crap ton of food. In true American fashion. I guess something about murder just makes you hungry. Whatever happens, Tony Wiggins deserves the worst that's coming his way. That is an awful thing to do to three human beings. I don't know if there was a robbery of a truck involved. Nonetheless, no reason to kill another human being, let alone the other two individuals. I really hope there's justice served here. Hopefully, nothing like this will happen again. But, we all know it's inevitable that things like this will happen. And we just try and prevent it when we can. But Tony Wiggins has been charged with three counts of first degree murder. And let's hope he is found guilty of all three first degree charges. Now something else I want to get into. Something that hasn't happened exactly recently. What has happened in the past couple months, the Pentagon released three videos of what they are calling UFOs. Now the first video was from 2004 and it's when Navy pilots saw a 40 foot long object that hovered 50 foot above water and they couldn't identify what that object was. It leaked out and has now been confirmed to be the real deal. Pentagon. The two other videos were from 2015, and one of the videos, it's still Navy involved. One flew above the water, just kind of flew past, and in the other video, one it rotated in midair, kind of just hovered over. But in all three incidents, they have confirmed they don't know what these objects are. Um, the reason why they're just releasing it now, I guess it doesn't put any security at risk. Biggest question I have is why nobody really cares. It's not really seen as that big of a deal that that was announced. I think that most UFO believers or people who believe in aliens, they're like, okay, we already knew this. Just because you confirmed it does not mean it's real now. Like, it, it's been real. 
Now, for the skeptics, I haven't really heard much about it. You know, I guess they haven't really been speaking about it. I don't know why. I most likely think that has to do with the other series things going on at the moment or that were going on at that time. But I do think it's very interesting that a government finally shed on some of that stuff. And um, I think it's really cool. There was also the former Senate Majority Leader Henry, I'm sorry, Harry Reid launched a $22 million it was there was funded I'm sorry $22 million was funded into a company that investigated UFOs in 2007 that happened and he really supported this um you know not really much funding goes into this kind of stuff I feel like the government probably feels like most of the stuff is better kept hidden just for security reasons. I'm not really quite sure why, but I, if I had to guess, that's their reasoning behind it. But I really thought it was kind of cool. My own perspective of it is, okay, that's really cool that they finally confirmed that there's UFOs out there. Now, whether that be another country's, you know, work, um... That's debatable. Me personally, I do believe there is life out there on other planets. It's a really big universe, and we're just one galaxy in this universe. There's so much more out there. There has got to be some sort of life out there besides us. I just find it very hard to believe that how big the universe is we're the only living creatures in it but I thought it was pretty cool that they pointed that out something I want to get into um, recently watched the movie Bad Trip by Eric Andre I thought it was a really funny movie um, it kinda is like how Jackass did Bad Grandpa. It kind of has a story to it, but it's real life pranks. No cosmetics involved with this one, but Eric Andre, and I'm sorry, I think I'm forgetting the other actor's name. They were really well in it. They did really good. I think the movie, personally, it's a, you know, just for fun kind of movie you watch. Nothing great, you know, it's just, it's pretty funny for what it's worth. And I feel like the story works there. It's not something you're going to get too deep into. But if you're a big fan of the Eric Andre show, you probably will love this movie. It's pretty funny. I think... I don't want to spoil too much about it. But if you did enjoy the movie Bad Grandpa, if you enjoy the Eric Andre show, then you're going to want to check this out. And if you liked Legalize Everything... The Eric Andre stand-up special on Netflix. Then you will enjoy this film. <clears throat> now I want to get into how obviously we've had a huge pandemic on our hands. For the past several months. And it's really unfortunate that this occurred. So far we have a total of about 141,000 deaths in the United States alone. It really sucks that it happened. I feel now 
that this virus will not go away. This is here to stay, and we're just going to have to get adjusted to it. I believe there's a lot of protocol right now to try to avoid people getting sick from this virus. I feel like when the vaccines finally come out for this thing, then we might go back to sort of normally how we were before. Hopefully, or who knows, this could be a new normal. Things we regulate now, maybe it just become a new normal that people have to wear face masks in certain areas. You know, social distance. Control capacities. It's really unfortunate this virus is spread throughout our country. Maybe if the president was more on lockdown before all this happened, it could have been avoided. But it's too late now. Also, one thing the United States should have done is a more stricter lockdown. They should have made people stay home for at least a month, I personally feel. In another country, they've done this, and it's gone away. The problem has gone away. America, it was kind of like iffy lockdown rules. It kind of made it where, okay, you can't go here and here, but you can still go here where everybody's going to go. I don't really see how that prevented anything from spreading. They should just told people to supply themselves. And then once that occurred, they should have locked down everything at that point for at least a minimum of 30 days. Then we probably would not have had this big of a problem with this virus but I do feel like it's here to stay now so we're gonna have to just adjust to that and hopefully the vaccines will come out soon so more people will be safe from the virus itself alright next thing I want to get into is all the protests that have been occurring I do support the peaceful protest against police brutality, uh, whether it has to do with race involved or just against the police in general. I don't feel like all cops are bad cops, but there are some bad ones in a bunch that need to be sorted out. I feel like they need to have a stricter control over the police and this country. They should regulate it like the military have the weak ones be kicked out basically and it should probably be surveyed regularly to make sure that they're qualified for the job make sure they don't have any hatred towards anybody but they definitely need to crack down on any of that bigotry going on within the police force there is also another issue within the police force where the police officers they will just let whatever happen because it's supposed to be some sort of brotherhood where you stick together and they just kind of turn their heads that needs to be cracked down on if you see something like that you should definitely speak up about it if you're a police officer you shouldn't allow stuff like that to happen you should need to put a stop to it now how I personally feel about it um, from what I see, I do have numbers about all the events that happen. Okay. So 52% of people killed by police officers are white individuals. 
Now 32% of them are black. But the fatality rate, black people do have a 2.8% chance better of getting killed by a police officer. I'm sorry, 2.8 times higher fatality rate than a white person would have being killed by a police officer. Now of all these individuals who are killed by police officers a year, 83% are armed, but 17% are unarmed. That's a very high number of individuals who are killed by police who are not armed. 17% is pretty high. Whether they see it fit or not, that is pretty bad. That looks very, very bad on the police force. Now, 14.8% of black people who are killed by police officers are unarmed. 9.4% of those individuals are white who are killed by police officers who are unarmed. And 5.8% of Hispanic individuals who are killed by police officers are unarmed. So clearly, there is numbers proving that black people are more likely to get killed by a police officer when they're unarmed. About a 5% higher margin than any other race. And it's kind of confusing when you realize that African Americans only make up 13% of the population. There's definitely a huge problem there and it should definitely get cracked down on. Hopefully we are able to resolve these issues. One thing that definitely will not work though is the funding the police. There needs to be more money going to the police work, not less, because that's just going to make the problem worse. Right now they're funding the police in New York and the crime rates are at an all-time high right now. Who would have thought? You can't give less money for the police in an area and expect it to get better. Because that's a police job, is to control people who are doing crimes, violent crimes, any type of violent crime. The police are there to stop that stuff. And by them defunding the police, they're just allowing more of that stuff to happen. All because it's people calling out police officers for being racist. What they need to do is give more money to the police, put more money and training it to the police and make sure that none of these incidents are happening again. As far as the protests go, I do support peaceful protesting and I feel like that is needed. But for these people who are being very violent or just looting, I have no respect for any of those people. Those are criminals. And they're not doing anything. They're not going to make anything happen by rioting. You can't beat hatred with hatred. And some people are probably just there just to rob stuff. I just... I don't understand. Reverse... Racism against white people is still racism. There's no difference. You know what I mean? You can't. You're just being a hypocrite at this point. I've seen a lot of stuff going on where people are demanding money, reparations from people, just or they're going to jump them. 
that is uncalled for that is not okay in this society but it, it's a huge issue in this country and hopefully it can be resolved but what ultimately needs to go into that is more stricter policies for being a police more training going to them more background checks more surveilling officers more support from within for people to point stuff out and stop stuff the George Floyd case all the other officers involved in that were charged with the crime itself and I don't disagree with that you know because they just stood around and let this guy do this just because he's another fellow police officer that'd be the same thing if you just randomly going up to someone with someone and being associated with someone when they kill an individual and just standing there doing nothing about it just because they're police doesn't make it any different I just hope to see United America and hopefully all these problems will be put behind us. Alright, so I want to get into now is uh, sports are coming back. So the NBA is going to be back by next week. They have started some scrimmage games. Which I watched. It's kind of weird seeing it without the audience, but it it is very much appreciated that they're coming back. I think the commissioner Adam Silver is doing a great job by forming this bubble, they call it, in Orlando, where basically everyone's getting tested. If you go in before you go in, you have to get tested. Um, if you test positive for coronavirus, you have to leave the bubble. Then once you get back. You have to self-quarantine for 10 days away from everybody else. I feel like it's uh, I feel like it's um, very great what Adam Silver did to bring back the NBA season. And I feel like it's very safe. Um, hope I'm just looking forward to the sports coming up. You know, I sure have missed sports. I'm very glad that the NBA season does get to have a finish to it. I was almost thinking for a second that they were just going to cancel the season, which would have sucked. But I'm very much looking forward to the season resuming. If I had to pick who was going to win a championship at a time, my money would probably say the Los Angeles Lakers, but also the Clippers and the Milwaukee Bucks have a chance as well. Celtics could be a wild card in there. Throw them in there. They could they could potentially make a run. But we will have to see. Alright, so the next thing I want to get into is one of my um, favorite artists of this current generation is Logic. Now Logic has just recently announced that he's going to be retiring. And this Friday, he's actually releasing what he says is his final album. Basically, for what I could take from it, is 
He feels like he's achieved everything he needed to. He's done a whole lot since he first started. And he recently had a son. And he said, well, I, I did good with my rap career, or music career. So now it's time for me to be a good father. And I feel like that's very responsible of him to step down from that. Instead of being on the road all the time, he should be there with his kid. And I'm really looking forward to the album. Now his last previous albums have been okay in my book. I did not like Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. I feel like that album, probably his worst album. And I'm really glad that he's taking time to work on his final album. We all have known about this album for a while. The Rat Pack, that is. Um, but we had no idea it was going to be his final album. He just kind of dropped this on all his fans at the last second that this is going to be his final album and he's retiring. Do I think he's really retiring? No, I don't think so because he just turned 30 years old. Even though he's having a kid, he might take you know several years off, but I do feel like he's going to come back. I mean, who retires at 30 as a rapper? I don't feel like that's going to happen. Now, one of his last few albums, well, it's not really albums, it's more of a soundtrack. Supermarket, I feel like, was pretty good. He really experimented with rock music in there, alternative music. You know, it was very different from what Logic usually does, which is rap. With that fast flow he usually comes with. I thought it was pretty decent. He's a better singer than I thought he was. And, um, yeah, I'm just really looking forward to this last album. Supposedly, it's supposed to be as good as his early rap. If it's as good as Under Pressure, then it'll be a great way to end his rap career. That's as of the moment. Um, the last thing I want to get into is something very recent that just happened. Chrissy Teigen... Which I don't know how it took this long to figure this out about her. Chrissy Teigen. A bunch of people have found Chrissy Teigen's old tweets. And a lot of them are talking about children in a weird way. Now what I mean a weird way is in a sexual way. It kind of seems like she's joking in some of them. But... I was like, how dark a sense of humor do you have? Some of the stuff she says in the tweet is very kind of concerning. And another thing that's been pointed out is she keeps on mentioning pizza. You know, I'm going to get arrested for liking pizza so much or so and so forth. Now, some people aren't familiar with the terms used on the dark web. On a dark web, there is child sex trafficking that occurs. And on these sites, they usually use code words. Now, usually when they mention pizza, it refers to a young woman, you know, a little girl. And when they say hot dog, it usually refers to a young male. So she kept on mentioning this thing about pizza and her tweets, and she's just tweeting about... How she's going to get arrested for this kid. Stuff like this. Half naked kid. Like all these things she's mentioning. 
and she went and deleted 60,000 tweets. Why would you delete 60,000 tweets if you're not guilty of anything? I don't understand. But there's no evidence to back up anything at this point in time. There, this is just what people are discovering. Now, I don't know how it took this long to discover these things. I don't use any of these social media websites. But maybe she wasn't that popular at the time. But I'm very glad it's been point, being pointed out because there is a high chance that there's something wrong there. They cracked down on Jeffrey Epstein in the past, the government. It took them forever, but they finally did. And I feel like that occurring might bring out a whole bunch of these celebrities who are involved in these sick things which with sex trafficking and child sex trafficking. They have, the U.S. has captured or is negotiating with Jeffrey Epstein's ex-partner. Hopefully she tells them a whole lot of more information. We do know that Bill Clinton was involved with Jeffrey Epstein a whole lot. And there's a whole bunch of other famous celebrities that have been involved with him and politicians, lawyers, scientists. I'm just very glad that stuff like this can crack down on and hopefully if there is something there she will have to answer to it. But it's very sick what these people do. They they control people with their money and think they can do whatever they want. And it's just very toxic I can't believe what human beings will do in Jeffrey Epstein's case he provided money to all these scientists he paid investigation companies he, he funded them he funded all these schools and then he invited all these people to be around him most likely what he was doing say hey you can get a younger girl I can get let you have a younger girl and then he would just blackmail them and get away with whatever the hell he wanted to. But this child sex trafficking has really got to get cracked down on in America. It's a sick problem. We have enough problems as it is. This country is definitely not as great as it used to be. But hopefully we can make some strides towards a better that will help resolve all the huge issues we have at the moment. The reason why I called this podcast the final hour is basically just based on all the events that have happened recently. Because it does seem like we're in the final hour of at least the USA or the world in general. But this is going to wrap it up for the first episode of the Final Hour with Jonathan Hunt. Uh, thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your day.